Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you get paid? And his partner, for the top end of Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. I am not Rab Forms, I am producer John. Back from Barbados, everyone. Thank you for all your messages. Um, Rab is singing. He's going to be on stage very, very soon. But we are joined, as ever, by Scottish, obviously Scotland's greatest wrestler of all time. Aye. Stevenson Dream. The one and only... Grado. Good to see you back here, John. I'm yep. so proud to be here as part of Wrestling Daft. Got it again we missed last week. That was just a bit of a nightmare. Yes. Rams away, Danny's thing with Orphans. We plug for Orphans, go and see it. He's touring. Have you heard country. him singing, by the way? By the way, he've, he's good. He's good, isn't he? If, really, you've, really if good. you've not heard Rab singing, it's I think there's like teaser clips because it popped up on my Facebook, like an advert, and I was like, is that Rab singing? I must admit, I'm pretty pathetic, right? But I, I think I'm a good singer, right? And everybody... And see, when I come on this podcast, I thought, I'm definitely the best singer on this podcast. And then Rab starts singing. Man. And he's fucking good. And it's the same in Fit My Daft and all. Oh. I, thought I'd be, I thought I'd be the best singer. But Tog's the best singer and all. Ah, it's a bastard, isn't it? It's a bastard, you know what? I, I, I think when Rab gets back on, like, once he's finished walking, I don't think we're going to see Rab for a couple of weeks there, if I'm honest. Hope we might do, but he's, he's deep in this show for the next couple of weeks. I think we should have some sort of sing-off. We'll give you, like, wrestling, wrestling karaoke, Grado. So you have a wrestling yeah. song. No, you're not up for that. We're not performing monkeys. We're not performing monkeys. I just you get Michelle McManus on to judge it. Well, it's funny you know, you're saying you're talking about guests because I hope Rab doesn't take the huff with me. However, realizing that me and Rab are not probably not going to be on the podcast for the next couple of weeks, I thought I don't want to. I basically just don't want it to be me and you, John. Well, let's just, let's shoot here. So, you know, I'm Spike Dudley. You guys are the Dudley boys. You know, when Devon was injured and Spike, you're probably, probably, it's sign, not you're probably same. a sign guy, Dudley. Yeah, yeah, I'm more of that, more of that guy. So, you know, it's like, the, I'm, I'm like the third Dudley, you know, so it's not the same. So we need to book heavy. We need to go heavy. And what have you got for us this week, Grado? Bro, bro, we've got one of the most controversial names in professional wrestling. I was sitting last night and we're in the house. Some of the family have got COVID and stuff like that, so we're kind of, we're just stuck indoors right now. Um, well, at least, should I say, well, I'm all right to go because I'm jabbed and blah, 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 and I've tested negative, however, there's, that's by the by. I was sitting having a drink last night, and I was fucking DMing every cunt. That's what I'm going to say. I was steaming, <laughs> I was steaming, I was messaging, I was messaging the Blue Mini, I was messaging Karrion Cross. I was giving them cheek when, I, when they were telling me that they couldn't do it, but one guy did reply and said absolutely no bother at all, and it was Vince Russell, so... We're going to have Vince Russell on the show. I know there's a lot of people that don't like his opinions and they don't like listening to him, but I love listening to him because even if the folk that I don't like in the wrestling world, I still love listening to it. I still yeah. love listening to the shite. It's 
It's the only thing I've got. Like, like we're, we're just talking here, John. WrestleMania is this weekend. I'm actually a bit gutted. I sat down to watch Raw yesterday. And I always remember when I was a wee boy, the Raw before WrestleMania would always leave in a big sort of cliffhanger or it would be it'd be full pelt for the full show. I just was like, I've came out of it going, I'm not more excited. It's, yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's maybe got the, it's maybe got to do with the fact that it's WrestleMania, all from Sunday, WrestleMania. <laughs> that is not a good clash at all. Yeah, I mean... And then radio in the morning. That's the it's WrestleMania week, but I'm just not feeling the WrestleMania buzz that I normally do come in WrestleMania week. It's really strange. Well, let's we'll talk about it near the end of the show. Let's go through the card. Let's talk about the card near the end of the show. And I'm um, also pissed off now. I'm now getting jealous of everybody checking in Heathrow Airport. Now going to Dallas for the weekend because there is nothing better than a WrestleMania weekend. Honestly, it's the best couple of days, especially if you're working at it. There's nothing better, and I wish yeah, I, yeah. I wish I reached out and tried to get myself booked to there because, but because the Wayne was coming and I've no rest of the foot, it was just the last thing in my mind. But I probably should have done something to get out. There's there. a lot there's, of shows going on over loads, there. Man, there's the Janela show that I done you, so I should have done something to try and get myself all there. I'm sitting here, blue envy. Is it blue envy? Yeah, green envy, mate. But, ah, but I say blue, but you blue say envy. you say blue because you wouldn't say green anyway, would you? <laughs> <laughs> but I um, let, we'll go through the card grade a bit later on in the show because I want I want to talk to it. Let's get on to what the, the listeners have been saying though. Um, we missed this one because I was off, but um, Kev's got in touch saying, "Hey, if, hi John, if you're allowed, please can I make an early put over request for Scott Hall? I've watched wrestling for over thirty years now, and too many wrestlers have gone before their time. Scott Hall's passing away stings more than most, and it's a real blow to the wrestling industry. When he joined the WWF in nineteen ninety two, he was thrust straight into the main event picture, and wow, could he hold his own with the best? Tagging with Ric Flair against Macho Man and Mister Perfect to Survivor Series ninety two, and a WWF title match versus Bret Hart at the Royal Rumble in ninety three, before then becoming arguably the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Founding member of the NWO and WCW, and fundamental in instigating the Monday Night Wars. For a big guy, he could hold his own against wrestlers of all size. I was never frightened to pull up, put a wrestler over. As good of a wrestling personality as he was, he was always as classy out of the ring as he was in it. Uh, and I'd recommend anyone to watch the episode of Jerry Springer when Razor Moon comes on to spend time with two children who has AIDS. Um, true gentleman, rest in peace, Razor, the original bad guy. All the best, boys. Kev. Oh, that was a nice wee sort of uh, tribute there to Scott Hall. Without a doubt, I've been watching a lot of the Scott Hall stuff, a lot of the U shoots, and it's just his take on the wrestling business that I love to hear because he does not give a fuck. Did you watch his match with Mr. Blobby on uh, Going Live? I saw Live I'm sure we watched that on this podcast before, didn't we? We have indeed, we have indeed. But yeah, I mean, I obviously missed it last week. I mean, Scott oh, Hall... What about, what about me on Go Radio? <laughs> so what happened on Go Radio then, Grady? Right, so Scott Hall died, obviously, and the first yeah. thing I did was watch Fuji's the Fuji's entrance for ECW when he comes out, right? It's one of my favourite entrances of all time. And I know that we play, ready or not, it go. Right. And I say to myself, if I get the chance, I'm going to say I'm going to say a couple of words about Scott Hall. But obviously, I don't have the songs that are coming coming next in my screen, right? So I thought, I'll need to remember and ask Crofty whenever he's going to play Fuji's ready or not. I'm going to say, oh, Crofty, can I, get a, can I just get two wee seconds to maybe, can I say something about Scott Hall? And he's, but I forgot to do it. I totally forgot to do it. So we were playing a wee game on the radio and Fuji's comes on. You know what happens at the end of a link. The music slowly comes on. Yeah. And this is what I do, right? Right, listen, listen to this, right? 322, so that's 222. Add three is 
225. Well done. Oh, yes. Very well, that was good. Well, really done. good. well done. Oh, this song is dedicated to professional wrestler Scott Hall, who passed away last week. Ready or not. <laughs> so, but when you hear me laugh at the end, did you hear me laugh at the end? Yes. <laughs> right. That was because I just, it was just so outrageous that he puts on that song. Crofty hasn't got a clue about any wrestler passing. He doesn't know Scott Hall for Adam. <laughs> and I just, at the end, so I just go, by the way, I just wanted to get a song to Scott Hall. <laughs> Come on, I have a game where you're doing, you're trying to give away a, a takeaway for the weekend and you're going straight into... Just to like to take a moment now for the sad passing of Scott Hall. But the reason why I laughed, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, obviously I feel bad. That I laughed because it was no funny. I was, but it's, it was Crofty's face. He was just like, "What the fuck? Where did that come from? Where did that come from?" <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. Um, God bless Scott Hall. What a wrestler he was. Um, KP Jer has tweeted: "Gradle rifting down his mic is bogging." It makes me flinch when he does it, and when you have AirPods pods on, it feels like you're being violated. But he's also a blue nose, so can't be mad at him for long. Oh, by the way, and I saw that tweet last week, KP, and to everybody else, I was aware of my rifting that night, and it was brutal, and it was bad. I've got a wee button here where I go, and I turn it back on. I didn't use it last week, and I don't know why, and I do apologise. I'm sorry. Go. I will keep Let- rifting. Left on the podcast. Andy says, cool fact if you decide to actually do an episode this week. Thanks, Andy. Hey. Um, <laughs> the last time the Intercontinental title was defended on a pay-per-view was WrestleMania last year. That's crazy. And it might not I... even be on the Mania card this year. Is it on the Mania card this year? Who's Intercontinental Champion? Nakamura? Intercontinental Champion at the moment is Ricochet. Currently Ricochet. And at the moment, it is not on the fucking card. That's weird, isn't it? It's, I mean, for me, Grado, I mean, I don't know about you, but the Intercontinental Championship was always my favourite belt. I always, the Bulldog, Brett the Hitman, the Honky Tonk Man, it was the, the belt, Mr. Perfect. It was the belt that the good wrestlers, you know, you had your Hogan's, you had your Warriors, you had all those guys up in the main event scene. But this belt for me was something special and it's just, it's just, lost its significance it's lost i don't know what's happened along the way but why do you think that is that the, the ic titles not even been defended on wrestlemania well because there's about 45 different titles now aye you know you've got any you've got the nxt titles you've got the raw titles you've got the smackdown titles you've got the nxt uk titles there's that many it's there's, there's, there's that many wrestlers there's that many it's just hard to sort of keep up with I'm pathetic, but I'm I'm the same as you. But see, when they start changing the belts, that's when I get I kind of lose interest in the title anyway. Yeah. When it doesn't look like I I, I struggle when they change patterns and designs and stuff. It yeah. really makes a big difference. By the way, I don't I don't really. I look, I'm telling you, I'm not the only one that's like that. This. I don't think you are. I, I know. I don't think you are. Um, see, when they start changing about the belts, I'm like, oh fuck it. I, I, I like that. The, the, the tag titles and the big two pence coins. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the current WWE titles. I have to say the, the Universal Championship and the World Championship. I, I just don't. Nah, they're not for me. They're not for me. But um, yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. But the IC title, it's just. It's so special and so significant. And yeah, it's just lost. When Miz had it, when Miz had it and was mm. defending it. He made something of it, you know. He, you know, the feuds he had, and he really made something of it. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a second. It's like, oh, what we're doing, nice. title, oh, just give it to him. I mean, it's on Ricochet at the moment. He's come out of nowhere and suddenly got it. It's just, nah. 
needs to be sorted. Needs to be sorted. And um, Pablo's Vault of Horror and many other people have sent us this on. Now, we had a picture of the Undertaker with an old woman. Now, obviously, the Hello Granny has catchphrase from the Undertaker <laughs> has been a mainstay on this show for some time. So apparently, on this podcast, it was on Ryan Satin's uh, podcast. The, the picture, Ryan Satin talked about the picture of him with the old lady. And the Undertaker said, I have no idea who that old lady is and why I'm in that house. <laughs> That's funny because we were not saying it was his granny. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> granny. So, I love how he has no recollection of that at all. <laughs> why are you saying that? What was this? Why are you in an old lady's house cuddling a granny? We don't know. So it's not the Undertaker's granny. The search for the Undertaker's granny continues. Um, this is coming from Scottish Wrestling Network. Check them out for all what's going on in Scottish wrestling. So WrestleZone did a big show the other week there, Grado. That's right. I was with the WrestleZone boys the week before the show at Aberdeen. I think they're doing well still up in Aberdeen. I believe uh, Scotty Swift was on the card. Well, I think Scotty Swift came down with COVID. Oh, did he? And I think he might have got it at the event that we were both at. Because he oh. was like, and I, and I thought, oh, well, I better test myself then because uh, we he was ways the, the, the full of the Saturday at the, the convention. So um, I, I don't believe he actually wrestled on the show, but I hope it went well. Yeah, yeah. He's a great uh, guy, man, the wrestler anyway. guys. Scottish Wrestling Network have missed in, catching up with Friday's Wrestling Daft, and at least one person owns the Grado Wrestling It's Your Cell Brother shirt. Me, I own one. Oh, so he has. I know, there'll be a few folk out there, there'll be at least about 17, 18 folk they've got one of the t-shirts. Are these limited edition, were they? They actually done really well at shows, the Grado Mania ones. They did, they did. I think you can still get get them in prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Grado, and I would make at least about $2.70 on a t-shirt. Do you know what? I, I've, I've not got a Grado t-shirt. I oh, think I might go and get, I think I might go and get my one. I think you better go and get you one. Yeah, I will do. Can you not give me a freebie, no? I don't think I've got any sitting about. I've got like plenty. Of, I've got um, plenty of the wee, these wee um, uh, keyrings that I got made. <laughs> Have you got a great old keyring? I, I wonder if I've got any sitting no, here. I took them to Aberdeen. I was selling them for like a fiver. The the wee dolls, wee Grado dolls. I've never showed you them. Oh no, you told you told me about the doll. You told me I, I, I thought it was a keyring. Is a it's doll? It's a keyring doll. It's a doll with a keyring on it. Right. How big's the doll? It's about six, seven inches. All right. Okay. Okay, right. okay. They're, they're available at gradowrestling.bigcartel.com. There we go. To get the plugs in this week. Uh, hope uh, John enjoyed his trip to Barbados, says Be- Beppe Signori. Um, and there's lots of tweets coming in about this. Says producer Mac in Barbados to the Cash for Kids team, and he's put a gif of Father Ted saying the money was just resting in my account. <laughs> right, okay. I, I, listen, I, I, I have a very rich friend who took me to Barbados. I did not steal money for Cash for Kids. Can we just put that out there right now? Well, Rab was uh, accusing you of taking all the Patreon money. Right, right, right. right, right. Barbados, well, the Patreon money. Well, there's no Patreon money because we need more money from the Patreons. That's what we need <laughs> to fund these things. Uh, Gaze a Gobble uh, says, we asked uh, any other business. He said after Will Smith and Chris Rock. Well, let's, let's talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Work or shoot? Uh, 100% shoot. 100% shoot. I agree. I agree. I had a conversation with Billy Kirkwood when it first happened because we walked. you walked into work on Monday and you're going, what the fuck? It was I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. I, I go usually. I, I go. I set my alarm for blah, 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 about half past four. So I'm here yep. at five. 
to get up there for six. And um, I must admit, my brother had texted me at half three to, sit, to tell me this had just happened. And I got up, man, and I, went, I was, honestly, it was mind-blowing to watch. I couldn't get out of it. I, could, I couldn't wait to go on the radio and talk about it. But I know, I know. Not, in, not for one instance did I think it was a what, and I'll tell you for why, because right. that reaction on Chris Rock's face, you need to be a fuck incredible actor to react like that yeah see that that quivering lip that as if you've just well as if you've just been slapped in the face in front of millions of people worldwide that's a certain face and you can't pull that yeah i yeah you no, you're be, right. and, and even will smith's face he's got the fucking oh kind of kind of nervous kind of fucking do you know that this is an awkward situation type shit yeah but it's been that way, hasn't it? It's, it's been that way because you see him laughing at the joke, haha. But then it, the camera's cut away from. He's looked at his uh, Jada and she's had a face like fizz. Right. And he's like, oh fuck, I've got to, I've got to wade in here, haven't I? But it's funny, man. Everybody's slowing down the the, the, the to see did he really happen? Did the slap hit? You've also got to remember, right? That see the slap that he did game. It, it probably was a bit of a work slap. Yeah, it probably yeah, was yeah. a bit of a work slap. And also, you've got to remember that. He he's probably slapped numerous times in films, and what you need today to try and make it look good, or at least to make it seem safe. You know the way he twisted the hips. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know yes. I mean? That's it's, it's just because he's obviously up there going, "I'm going to do something to him," but I'm not going to. I mean, if he was really, no, if he, but the thing is, he like let's let's lay it down because uh, obviously he trained as a boxer for Ali when he mm-hmm. uh, was Muhammad Ali. So if he went in full punch, rocks getting sparked, cold out. You know what yeah. I mean? What would you do if that was you, John? If if you were Chris Rock and you get slapped for that, I don't know. Do you, know thought... do you think that uh, the way I see, man, I feel sorry for Chris Rock because see if I was Chris Rock, I would honestly think about this every night in my life. Well, he's not apologised yet. What? He's not apologised yet, has he? Only one of man. I, I actually feel I'm actually quite concerned about the boy. Do you think Chris Rock's uh, going to come around with the boys? Well, that's well, see the thing is, man, he's a very well respected man. I think other like he's he's really he really is a respected guy. That's what I'm gonna say. Right. But what, okay. I'm saying, but what, what I'm what, what I was gonna say is if I'm Chris Rock, see every night before I go to my bed, that's what I'm gonna think about in my head. Why <laughs> did I know do you know what I mean? But I get dafted on the stage in front of millions of folk when cause you think he regrets not just running up behind him going, You fucking do For <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Here's a, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But here's a snap. This is, this is see, if this, see if that ever happens to me on the stage. I don't know now. I don't care what you do. You've got. And I don't know everybody's saying, well done, you're you a professional, but I reckon I probably would have reacted like that. Chris Rock stood there and took it. Like Rock's a, a big lad, though. But it doesn't matter, mate. If you still get your cunt kicked in, it still looks good. You, you uh, put in a fight. If you stand there and take it, it looks good. You got, I, would, I would have went up and fucking chopped his legs, see that, take tain his knee down. You'd have landed in his ass and just fucking. <laughs> Jump and tap him, step, give him DDs to the heat, man. <laughs> if it had been the actual rock that had made that joke, do you think Will Smith would have reacted in the same way? Absolutely not. No. Do you see the rock's reaction to it? Aye, I know. Aye. I just, like, couldn't believe it. I don't think that was real, but because was the rock even there? I don't know. The rock's nah, got to be there. Is he? Nah, I don't think he was, man. I think that was. Oh. Nah, I don't think, I think that's fake news, John. All right, it's a fake news. Anyway. Rick Flair did tweet about this, however, 
And uh, he, he added Chris Rock and says, I've been slapped more times than you could imagine. Woo! <laughs> Just, That's funny. I, I love that bit of the nature boy getting involved. Anyway, back to the point in uh, question from Giza Gobble. He says, after the fight between Will Smith and Chris Rock, what be- is the best celebrity feud you'd want to see settled in a ring? Liam Gallagher versus Robbie Williams. Prince Harry versus Megan. Versus Piers Morgan, Prince Harry and Meghan versus Piers Morgan, or Rebecca Vardy versus Colleen Rooney. Who would you like to see in a ring mm. celebrity match? Is there any me? other? Is there any other celebrity feuds that are happening right now? Um, I'd Paul like Young see- and um, Paul Young and that telly chef, the Italian telly chef. What's his name? Oh, you know the Campo. You know the Campo. And like Paul Young. Other? Oh, do you not know the story about this? No, tell me. Paul Young robbed, uh, sorry, Gino DeCampo robbed Paul Young's house when he was younger and got thrown in the jail for it because he stole loads of stuff from Paul Young's house. So I want to see Paul Young versus Gino DeCampo in the ring. Hold on, Gino DeCampo was stealing from somebody's house. Gino DeCampo robbed Paul Young. How weird is that? Do you remember the um, thing we get done for burgling? No, he never burgled. Shoplifting. Who's that? Richard Maitley. Anthony Worrell Thompson. Anthony Worrell Thompson? Right, mate. They tell you right now, type in Anthony Worrell Thompson. Yeah, he, he, right nicked a, he nicked a chicken from Sainsbury's or something like that, didn't he? <laughs> aye, aye, aye. What is it with these fucking chefs, man? Right, so, so what we're wanting is Anthony Worrell Thompson and a Gino DeCampo tag team. Aye, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see them fucking... <laughs> versus the show, Paul, the showlifters, the versus fucking... Paul Young and a Sainsbury's manager. <laughs> There we go. Um, listen, we'd love to hear your uh, suggestions for celebrity matches. Please get them into us um, at Wrestling Daft on Twitter. They'll get that on next week. Ahead of WrestleMania, Grado, we put out on Twitter what matches are you most looking forward to. We'll speak about uh, the whole card at the end. But here's what the punters had to say. Ian says Brock versus Roman for sure. Alan says Brock and Roman going to be good. And he thinks we'll get a surprise appearance. That's the, the match, isn't it, on the card, Brock and Roman? I think so, I think so. I've got to say I liked uh, Brock's promo on Monday night because you just don't know what he's going to say because apparently, well, you just know it's not, it might be scripted to an extent. Mm. Did you see it on Monday night? I've not seen it, but I've heard good things about it. He comes, obviously he's in this kind of cowboy hat persona thing at the moment. Do you know what, John, it's not even a great promo. You can tell he's nervous, right? But it's the fact, it's just watching it, it's entertaining. Like, like, you don't know what's going to happen because he isn't the best talker in here. Openly no. admits it. He buries himself at the start of the promo and basically says, look, I'm not a talker. And that's why it's interesting because it's real, man. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what he's going to say. And that's why I love it. Yeah. Darren puts simply Austin. Now, well, I think, what- I mean, I, this is one of the ones where I feel as if I'm going to be disappointed with what happens yeah. with Austin turning up at Mania, but I really hope I'm wrong. Right, well, I mean, there's all sort of... Apparently, it's going to headline Saturday night, right? This this segment's going to... There is no way, there is no way they are putting on just him stunnering Owens if it's going to be the headline Saturday Aye. night. There's, Austin's talked about him getting rep match fit, right? There is no way... I think it's going to be a full-blown match. I don't think it's going to be the interview and then stunner. I, I think that's just a waste of everyone's time because you could have got that in Raw whenever you want. You know what I mean? Oh, when he'd be so confident, John. Oh, I I be... No, don't say that, Grado. Uh, look at, well, look at the Rumble. Remember the Rumble? We thought, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Who's going to be a surprise? And, and it was fuck all. Remember that? Yeah, but I mean, come on. How many times did I let you down? It, I, I know if they're going to... But listen, if it went on at the start of the show, right? If the, if the KO show st- kicks off, which I suspect it would, I thought it would just be a stunner 
pop the crowd. There we go. But if they're talking at the moment, which the rumor is that it's going to headline the Saturday show, it's got to be a match. It's got to be a match. I'd, l- I'd love to see it. It'd be amazing. That you'll stay up and watch that, won't you? And that's the thing. Maybe that's maybe the thing. You've got to stay and watch that because if it does turn out a match, it's going to pop you, isn't it? I just don't know, John. I just don't have right. my not confident. Right. I mean, what's he going to do? Because like. He's not advertised to wrestle. Is the, I mean, what's it? Is he going to pull his jean shorts half and reveal his wee tight trunks? Well, let's see what kind of gear he walks down fight, in. Man. Here's my, I've got my trunks on. Yeah, that'll hold be interesting. Fuck it, hold that. Hold that to get my fucking trunks on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. Sean Innes, Innes is saying Shane McMahon being Seth's opponent and purely for the meltdown it would cause on Twitter. Rumours are, because obviously Seth still doesn't have an opponent this time. Everyone's talking Cody, but I did see today that Shane is going to make a return to WrestleMania. You're not, you're not convinced about this either? I think it's going to be Shane McMahon as well. Oh, I, no. just think they're, they're, I just think they're so out the loop. This is going to be such a shit WrestleMania. Stone Cold just talking to Kevin Owens. Fucking shit. Oh, no. Listen, man, I think they're so out of touch with all of this stuff. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. I've just got, you know, pre- for previous experience watching it and getting excited and thinking something's going to happen and it never does. It never really does. I mean, it might be something amazing. You never know, but I just don't have any trust. But in it. it's my wedding anniversary on Saturday, so I'm... Oh, I'm- lovely. I'm going to have. I'm going to. We usually have um, a watch along party with all wrestling daft um, patrons, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to host it this year because I don't think my wife will be up for sitting up to four o'clock no. watching wrestling or anniversary. Well, so, I might get. I might get night one watch before they will firm. But here's the deal: if Rangers win on Sunday, then there'll be no chance of me catching night two WrestleMania. If we get beat on Sunday. Then there's probably no chance of me watching WrestleMania. <laughs> Night two's not happening for Grado, is what we're saying no. here. Uh, Wolf of Shell Street's probably agree with you, Grado. Couldn't name one match in the card. That's how little I care about this year's Mania. That's sad, isn't it? It is, mate. And um, Jakey says, still hoping for a last minute hair versus hair match between Chris Rock and Happy Slapper Will Smith. That would. Listen. Book it, Vince. Book it. That is the, the, the match you need on the card right now. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling-related stuff, please reach out to us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta, Wrestling Daft Podcast, or just Wrestling Daft on the Facebook. Or you can email us, wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. So we separate the bad from the good as we bury and put over stuff from the world of wrestling on this podcast every week. The WrestleMania 2s from the WrestleMania 3s. Grado, have you got anything you want to bury or put over? Well, I just mentioned it there, but I quite liked uh, Barack's promo on Raw. That mm-hmm. was very, very interesting. As I said, I've just kind of explained my reasons, so I'm going to use that. I'm trying to think what I want to bury. I want to just bury again the build-up to Mania. There's too many matches there's one too many shows. It should be one nicht. Um, I suppose I want to put over that everybody's going to be in Dallas this weekend. There's going to be a lot of entertaining shows that will probably take place, the, the Hall of Fame or the indie shows and stuff like that. Um, I had a wee sift through some of the comments. Somebody wrote they don't want to bury anything because it's WrestleMania week. I'm just going to stick to that. Right. Like I, know that. I'm, I know I'm totally contradicting myself here, burying it like hell, but... <laughs> it's WrestleMania week. Uh, um, I, I think I've got, I've just got to bury the WrestleMania card, like you say. I just 
I'm not get Roman versus Brock. I'm excited about, um, but there's nothing really grabbing me this year. There's really nothing that I'm just thinking. I, I'm quite intrigued in the Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory match, and I'm quite intrigued about the Johnny Knoxville Sami Zayn thing because Sami Zayn can make anything brilliant he's Aye. just got a Midas touch he turns everything to gold so I think that's going to be I hope it's a bit like Piper Gold Dust do you know when it was like mm. the, the the kind of battle or brawl kind of thing and it Aye. kind of got placed out I think that would be amazing if they do it like that and then like all of the kind of jackass things happen I think that would be great if they did do you, know what I'm look, do you know what I'm looking forward to and I'm always a big sucker for this and I always like when you see what the set is Aye. I've not, seen I mean, I'll, I'll, yet. I've not I, seen pictures yet. So, oh, by the way, they should be kind of get going up the day. Yeah, you, I bet you somebody's got one. I'm going to Google that right now. You John. Google that right. I'm going to Google it. Was it Thirty eight. Yeah, I want to put over uh, the Peacemaker with John Cena on it, which has started on Sky Max, and you can download it now. It is fucking hilarious, and John Cena is brilliant in it. Um, so definitely, and it's got lots of hair metal from 80s music, rock music, which is amazing. Is this the funny film? No, this is uh, The Peacemaker with John Cena in it. It's a shoot-off from the Suicide Squad, and he is funny as fuck in it. It's just really, really funny. So I'm going to put over The Peacemaker this week. My brother actually quite likes John Cena acting. I was talking to him about it today, he was telling me, he says, aye, John Cena, he says, I like him when he does funny shit, but he can't act a fuck when it's serious stuff. Brilliant. Um, still not a fan of The Big Show? No, man, still not a fan of The Big Show. No, no. he hates it. No. Although he did pop when I told him that we were getting Vince Russo on the show. Oh, did he really? Because he watched Start Side of the Ring and he was like, who's that guy with the New York accent? Because it was a Brawl for All episode. Aye. God, he was brilliant, man. He was brilliant. I was like, I can him. I can him. I'll him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be able to hear Vince Russo a bit later on in the show. Um, Westy's going to put over uh, the Iron Girders Gyms for show. Um, Wolfgang putting on his show. It looked great, I have to yeah. say. I, I never saw I've not seen any pictures of it yet, but um, I was talking to Wolfie last night. He's over Happy. in the States with his bike, his oh. motorbike, travelling the country. He likes to do that WrestleMania week. He likes to stare half a thousand miles for where the venue is and he gets on the bike with his old man. Oh, he bikes amazing. across the country, man. What a life. Did, did, he, uh, did he say it went well then? Sure, he was ha- quite happy with it. Never asked him. Never asked him, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it looked great from the pictures. I, I would need to get uh, Wolfgang back on the show to talk about it. Well, who's he? What's he doing this weekend? Then who's he wrestling? Does he know? I don't know. I don't know if he's actually booked. I think he's. I think he just. He's like. He's like me, man. He's a pure wrestling. Yeah. He's, he he'll be at that even if he's not booked. That's yeah. the way Barry is. You'll you'll get booked. He might be. I don't know if he is, and this is completely insulting. But I've not saw any. I don't know. I don't think any of the UK guys are out, are they? Ah, I, I, I would imagine there'll be some sort of show. Oh, you well, Shaz knows, he's not saying that. Oh, right, okay. Well, we'll keep okay. an eye out for that. I'm sure our listeners will better than we do. Uh, Cairn's putting over the amount of amazingly stacked shows that are taking place from Thursday to Saturday in Dallas, from WrestleCon to GCW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, they all look fantastic. Um, Grado, you should have been on one of those, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I used to love, because there would be something on every hour of the day, there's something on at WrestleMania weekend. There could be like... Remember one year, and it was just, well, we're just going for something to something. Right, we do that, the Joey Janela show. Right, now we're going to do High Spots show. Right, now we're going to do this. Now we're going to, right, we've got a couple of hours. Do we fancy going up to see Bruce Pritchard's podcast? Do we fancy going to see Hornswoggle Day stand-up? Do we fancy, fucking, John, it's just packed. 
It's yeah. just brilliant, mate. It's a dream. It's a dream. I'd love to get to one. Um, Kieran's burying the match. He's booked on the WrestleMania card that don't feel anywhere near worthy enough to be WrestleMania. Yes, I completely agree. I guess I'm not burying the card. That's the sentiment I'd like to bury Kieran's spot do, on. Do you know what? Because I've just got WrestleMania in my mind, right? See, I've done WrestleCon three years in a row, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, you're there, and there's all these other wrestlers, and you. I made a, I made a bit of money. I made a bit of money. I kept, it, was, it was successful. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Most of them was folk for the UK coming out because there's that many UK fans that go for Mania. But Booker T was telling my story last week about that, that Aberdeen convention because I says, Are "You going to WrestleCon this year?" And he says, "No, I've never ever been booked for WrestleCon." He says, "What I actually done was one year because it's all all the hotels not are usually all close by." He told me one time he was getting a taxi somewhere to downtown and it was WrestleMania weekend. It was one in New Orleans. Yeah, and he, he jumped in a taxi with I can't remember who it was. It was like Tory Wilson or somebody was gone who was booked for WrestleCon, like advertised, had a table, and uh, he went, oh, "I'm going to, I'm going to nip in, I'm going to nip in." So Booker T wasn't even advertised, right? And he turned up at WrestleCon and just stood behind some other wrestlers' table and started doing selfies. I'm not even going to tell you how much he told me he earned in an hour, just unadvertised, just stood there, done selfies, signed everything. But that's why it was, that was six grand. Fuck it, I'll tell you. Go on, Booker. But how good is that, innit? That is good. I've just got to turn up, man, and just stand there with my hat. That's amazing. Sell selfies. Fucking superb. Superb. Well played, Booker. Uh, Paul's putting over the Miz WWE Evil documentary. I've not checked this out. He's a guy we take for granted, but watching it, what a run he's had. It's Mania Week. Looking forward to Brock versus Roman. To me, it's this generation's Hogan versus Warrior. I can see that, yeah. Uh, looking forward to the Steiner's Hall of Fame speech the most. If there oh. is no Steiner maths in the Hall of Fame speech, I will be sorely disappointed. God, I wonder if they're finally going to take away the please don't let this man in. Scott Steiner sign. Remember that few years ago? That it's, 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 every day <laughs> well, he's Hall of Fame. They can't. They can't. Can't still be up. Surely. Ah, that's funny. The, oh, I love that picture. It was p- plastered every venue they went to. Don't let Scott Steiner in the venue. <laughs> Who's stopping Scott Steiner? Exactly. By the way. Exactly. Exactly. Rico's putting over his brother for getting an absolutely outstanding Liga MX AAA football strip for his birthday last week. So basically, six Mexican football clubs have joined up with AAA to release a variety of Lucha Libre inspired third kits and I have to say I'll put the picture up and I'll put that up on our Patreon uh, on the video right now check out those strips Grado they are wow. fantastic see that one with the, the Lucha Libre card yes oh my god that is a that is a beast god my Mexican wrestling knowledge is shite but I take is that mystical yeah, I think it is. I, I mean, I'm te- I'm terrible with the uh, as well, but they look incredible football strips. Um, if you're interested in having a look at them, I'll put the picture up on the video version now, and you can see them at uh, footheadlines.com. Uh, that's Mel Mascaris. That's who that is. Mel Mascaris. No thing with Mel Mascaris. It's definitely Mel Mascaris. Cr- absolutely no, cracking. Oh, you know what? I'm in an arse myself here. I don't care about masks. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, but I remember, I've told this before, but when I wrestled in Mexico, man. And I realised I was wrestling in the same uh, city that uh, Pedro Cachina had just taken on. <laughs> and the taxi and driver. I, and the taxi driver going, Do you keep Pedro Cachina as you're doing good? <laughs> 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 Didn't know what I thought about the wrestling. Uh, Sean's putting over Lesnar, best run of his career, and is clearly just having a good time. He, he's, he's, this kind of face run he's having is great. He does, he's enjoying himself, he's having a ball, man. He loves his fucking boot cut jeans, but doesn't he? I don't, he does, doesn't he? Shoes. Mm. Maybe he's going to tell him everything. No, no, no. 
<laughs> no, you're no. Uh, Sean's burying the lack of mid-card title matches on Mania itself. Ricochet and Balor missing out. Balor's not on the WrestleMania card. That's a disgrace, man. Um, and yet, Logan Paul is wrong in so many levels, says Sean. That, you're right. Um, Alan, putting Brock back on the mic has been one of the best things WWE have done in years. Simple but put over there for Alan. Uh, Kev saying put over Bobby Lashley being back. Um, interested to see that match again. So almost, uh, that'll be... I like watching two big guys, two big... So they are. Is he any good this Osmos? He's all right. He's all right. Osmos, almost. Um, but uh, he's, he's a, just a big guy. Bobby took him... He he was blowing out his faster after his... After two minutes wrestling, about well, like probably, there is probably that. Yeah, Bobby was the first one to take him off his feet there uh, when he made his return, so that'll be good. Looking forward to that. Uh, Kev also putting over Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens building up the WrestleMania matches by themselves, which they have. They've both done a great job working with no one. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Stevie's putting over himself. He's got engaged, Gradle. Oh, Stephen Roche, he's been on um, the run-in. He's a some boy. He used to be a photographer. Um, he's now um, getting married. So well done, Stevie. Congratulations. Stevie, congratulations, pal. And I can't remember his other half's name. Do you remember? Who's... I can't remember off the top of my head, but that's but you said yes. So Let's just say her name is Teresa. So congratulations, Stevie and Teresa. What a beautiful week. On WrestleMania week as well. Get I know. That. And Buddy, he's saying, in WrestleMania week, we only do positivity. There we go. And finally, Chuggle Vision says, don't know if it's a buddy or put over, but Kyle Rittenhouse looks like he could be Grado's wee brother. Yes, I've heard that numerous of times. <laughs> this week I'm getting the guy, the, the Dundee Rangers game. The guy at the Dundee the, Rangers game? The security guard. There's a, there's a picture of the security guard. It's went viral and I, People keep tagging me and it's saying I want them. Oh, oh what it fucking doesn't matter. <laughs> but the Rittenhouse one, I'll give you due. I think he does look a bit like me. <laughs> <laughs> he does a wee bit, but I can I can tell where folk are getting that face. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hey, do you know this week we are sponsored by Harry's here on Wrestling Daft. Now Harry's we all know them. Super Sharp Razor Company. They're here to revamp your whole shaving routine from coarse shaves, flake-free hair, all the way to clear, healthy skin. Harry's don't just do the shaving now. They've got all sorts of different products as well, Gradle. You've tried the shower gel, which you got the other week there, didn't you? Shower gel, I do not leave the house if I'm going away over for the night or if I'm working. I, uh, I never, ever forget to take the uh, shower gel because it is beautiful. You'll hear it speaking on both podcasts about the smell it, but it really is a glistening shine and very, very therapeutic. It is absolutely cracking. And we're going to offer you a trial pack with the shower gel so you can experience it for yourself, right? In the trial set, Gray, this is what you're going to get, right? We all know, we've talked about the expertly engineered weighted handle of the Harry's razor, which gives a really good shave. You're going to get a one five-blade cartridge, you're going to get handy foam and shaving gel, and you're going to get a travel blade cover if you're about and about traveling. Holidays are coming up, so you need that. And we're going to throw in the three shower gel for you for this listening to Wrestling Daft. It is amazing, mate. Um, if you've never tried Harry's, give it a go. I actually get... I get excited about shaving with Harry. I love shaving with Harry. Do you know what, Grable? I've got a Harry set just beside me. Let's do a live unboxing on the podcast. Well, let's see it. What you got? Let's see it. So here we go. I've got my Harry's watching the video version of Patreon.com slash that. I've got my Harry's pack here. And let's just delve into it. See, it comes in a nice 
Get everything you need for a smooth shave at Safe in the Packet. Let's delve in. Oh, Bit of ASMR what? there with the, with the ruffling of the packet. Do you know what? Easy to get into as well. You don't have to rip it. It's one of these wee clip uh, packets that you have. Right, so here we go. Wow. There it is, right there. The Travel Blade cover. Let's go further in. Here we come have. On, come on, keep them coming. The shave gel. Very nice. That's the boy. That's the boy. That is the boy. And it came in a separate packet. The shower gel was there. And look at this. Yeah. Look at this, Grado. The little Harry's box that with is... the razor side. You just beautifully slide that bad boy out like that. Oh, oh ho, ho, come ho. on. There we look go. Look at that ergonomic weighted handle, mate. Look at that ergonomic weighted handle. I just can't wait to get my hands on it. They make there, it in right? factories in Germany, don't you know, Grado? That's where Harry started. Oh, ich habe einen Bruder. Wo ist die Bahnhof? Wo ist die Bahnhof? Ja. Ja. Alberts. I know only. Alberts. Günther. Günther. So there you go. So, um, listen, you're going to get all sorted with Harry's on the podcast this week. Get shower gels, the face wash, the skincare products. Get that sorted out. You can sort out your own shaving plan on their website. And get this, Harry's products are formulated with 0% sulfates, parabens, dyes, and are alcohol-free. So there's no nasty stuff in there. So if you want to get involved, get the trial set, which I've just shown you there. You can get that sorted out just for a delivery, £3.95. That is £3.95 of your finest pens and you'll get that sorry you know where you're going to get that sorry Gredo oh I think you are re referring to the fact you can get them at harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft that's harrys.com slash wrestling daft you can get your set delivered and you can start a new shave plan boom harrys Gredo you have pulled it out of the bag this week. We've got a very special run-in. Um, would you like to introduce our guest? Please welcome. He's probably one of the most controversial figures in professional wrestling. I've got to admit, though, that back in the day, a lot of this, the, the memories that I have for wrestling when I was a wee boy were created at the time he was in charge, or at least he was writing a lot of this stuff. Please welcome to the show none other than Brawl Vince Russo. Wow. Incredible guest. Well done, played, Gredo. Well played. Hello yes. yes. Bro, am I going to be able to understand you? Do we, do we have subtitles I can read? I'll slow down. I'm going to slow down for you. Where's your camera? Why see your cooping? Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. That, that, hold that's on. head for you, Vince. That's cooping. Hey, there we go. Yes. Do you got subtitles that you could type out so I know what the hell Grado's talking about? I will try my best, Vince. I will try my best. Welcome. And thank you very much for joining us on Wrestling Daft. Hey, listen, it's my honor. Grado knows I'm a huge Grado mark from the very first time we met to this very day. Uh, so it is my honor and privilege to be here. Now, Vince, that's where I've got to start. I've got to ask you this question. Grado on this podcast, he's talked about a match he had with uh, Mr. Nick Dinsmore, Eugene. Um, I believe you were involved in the match. Grado tells the story, Vince, that um, it brought you to tears. Is this true? Well, I wasn't involved in that match. No, it he was watching bring, it. Yeah, it did bring me to tears because, bro, I got to tell you, listen, everybody knows that I am very character-driven Everybody knows that I love creativity. And, uh, you know, Nick and Grado had a match. Eugene and Grado had a match. 
where, you know, there were poles in every corner and there were weapons in every in every pole. And the creativity with what they used uh, on those poles just popped me huge. To, to me, bro, that was a work of art. Two geniuses, totally, totally, totally hysterical. What 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 was what was on the polls, bro? Because there was something you guys sold, and I went freaking hysterical. Right, I think it was uh, every poll had a bum bag, a fanny pack. Yes, and inside the pack there was something. It could have been. Was it possibly the skittles? We we can. Uh, yes, we, it was the skittles. <laughs> we, we sold yes, them like thumbtacks. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, so they he, they they got somebody got slammed on the skittles like they were tax, and they sold the skittles like they were they were this close to death. I, bro, I was on the floor hysterical. It was it was brilliant in my opinion. But you see, Vince, we don't get enough of that these days. Or on on main TV, like I listen to you and and your Patreon and your interviews, and you're right. There's a lot of. It's a lot of these today's just matches. It's just matches. There's no. You know, yeah, bro. You know what it is, bro. I was just talking about this today, and, and bro, you're the perfect example. And you know, I fell in love with you when I first met you, bro. Everybody in wrestling today takes everything so seriously. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing lighthearted and funny anymore. Like it is all so serious. And bro, I, I don't know how it got that way because I know when I was involved and obviously when you were involved, bro, it, there was humor and you made mm-hmm. people laugh and you know, you had a good time. I don't know what happened, Grado, but at some point, man, they just started taking everything just way too seriously, bro. Yeah. Sorry, but I agree. When you go, John, when you go. So, Vince, see if you were involved or had to book at AEW or WWE at the moment, what sort of ideas would you bring in to... to, Because, like you're saying, it's become a bit more serious now, the product. I mean, what sort of ideas would you bring into the current WWE product or AEW? Well, bro, the the main thing I would do, bro, and it's the same thing I did back in uh, the Attitude Era. Bro, to me... There is nothing worse than insulting the intelligence of the audience. It, it, yeah, it is yeah. so disrespectful. And, bro, all I did during the Attitude Era was really make it reality-based. Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's not reality-based anymore. It's like nothing's going on in the entire world. The only thing that's going on is what's in this ring and what's in that building. Meanwhile, there are so many things going on in the world around the country that they just completely ignore. And, and to me, that is absolutely the first thing I would do is man, get back to reality. What's happening in our lives. What can people relate to? Rather than the same old retreaded, stupid, ridiculous, unbelievable wrestling angles that they give us every week. Is it true that you would watch Jerry Springer through the nineties? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, bro. We would and just take there. ideas. Yeah, me, me, you know, bro. Jerry Springer at that time was so popular, man. Bro, it was on like three different channels back to back to back. And as Ed and I would sit there in right attitude. Uh, you know, Jerry Springer was on in the background, bro. And yeah, man, we were definitely inspired by that show. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going to ask you, Vince, 
Were you behind the the Chris Rock Will Smith saga on Monday night? I was not. I was. Fredo, <laughs> I, I got to ask you this question, bro. This is bothering me a little bit. Cool. Why are you sitting there so handsome? So you look like a free. You look like the, the Brad Pitt of Scotland. Well, this ain't, this ain't the great I know. What the hell is going on with you? I wanna, I wanna almost kiss you through the screen. Well, Why Vince, are you so pretty, bro? Well, you know the the deal is Vince. I've been on a diet for the last month. I uh, just got diagnosed with gluten free, so I'm eating everything gluten free. I don't eat bread. I have an I've I've addressed all my food allergies. I'm allergic to. Wheat, sodium nitrate, pineapples, kiwis, dark chocolate, <laughs> sardines, and cat and dog hair. And I've finally, and, and I've finally addressed it. And for the last month, and I've with the with the added bonus of a few sunbeds, so I've dropped a couple of pounds, and I'm just feeling great, mate. I'm feeling great. I walk the dog. I've got a baby now. I walk the pram or the buggy or whatever you call it in America. You look like a movie star, bro. I want to. I want to kiss you, bro. You look so handsome, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Look at Grado pulling himself together, looking like a million bucks, bro. I did not know though till you sent me the DM yesterday. So, bro, you're not working. You're not wrestling anymore, bro. I've not wrestled in two years. Why? Well, the thing is, the pandemic in the UK, we shows stopped completely, completely, yeah. right? And compared to America, we we were a lot slower opening back up shows and stuff like that. And lockdown was pretty hard, man, in terms of I was eating and drinking every day, so unhealthy. And I suppose... I don't know. I just lo I just lost the fire for wrestling. I've just lost the fire. There's no British wrestling. There was a big boom when you were here five yeah, six years definitely. ago, mate. There yep. was a massive boom when me and you wrestled doing an IPW UK. That's kind of there's WWE UK over here just now, and that's that's kind of taken a lot of the talent from British independent wrestling. So the houses aren't as big, and I've just not really had the 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 spunk for it. Do you know what I mean, Vince? Now, bro, did you, did, did, what was the pandemic, like the main reason why you really stopped working on Impact? They just couldn't get you over here anymore? No, because my Impact contract ran out um, probably about six months, seven months before that. So, and I suppose that was probably a big thing as well, because when I stopped, the, the, my, my favorite thing was going on a flight, flying to Orlando and then and then later later on was flying to Canada for um the tapings. That's what I loved. That's what I loved. And so when that stopped, I wouldn't say I got depressed, but I didn't have that same urge to go out on the road Friday, Saturday, Sunday because I knew that I wasn't getting to go to America. That's may that maybe not be the right way to go about it, but that's how I felt, man. I just felt kinda probably woe is me, sorry for myself, bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, see, bro, that that's where you and I are different, bro, because I got to tell you, man, when, when, when I, I've been to the UK twice and I got to go to Germany and I got to go to Ireland. And, bro, I got to be honest with you, when I was there, I freaking loved it, loved it. But, bro, the difference between you and me is, bro, I couldn't stand getting there. I, that 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 travel you you did not mind traveling back and forth to the states bro yeah, i swear to god i swear to god pardon me <clears throat> that's terrible sorry oh, i get heat for this on the podcast apologies yeah. um i absolutely loved 
getting to the airport and because I built up air miles, I would go into the lounge and I would sit and I would, I treated it like I was going on vacation every month. I loved it. And I loved get, going on a flight and just wow. sitting with a, oh, mate, that's, I, I love that shit. But then again, I'm an aviation geek as well. I love flying. Yeah. I love yeah. flying. I've got a passion for flight vans. So I yeah. love, I love that. But I know what you mean. It was, I must admit that it was a very kind of bizarre, um, it was weird once when we were traveling to Germany and I saw Vince Russo on a Ryanair flight that blew my mind. <laughs> bro, you, Rick Greta, you want to hear a great story about that, bro? I swear to God. I, and I, I tell this all the time. I, I, I tell the story all the time. You know, bro, you guys, you know, because you do what you do every day and you think nothing of it, we have taken things for granted when it comes to wrestlers. And by that, what I mean is, you know, th these guys will go out, uh, uh, you know, on Sunday, tear the house down in a 30-minute WrestleMania match, and then, bro, just get on a plane and do mm -hmm. it all over again. Like, we've taken that for granted, okay? Mm -hmm. Bro, I will not forget. I was in England and I was involved in a match with Grado, and Grado gave me, gave me his finishing move, which he didn't walk me through. He told me, oh, bro, don't worry about it. No big deal. Didn't even walk me through it. I had no idea how to take it, bro. It looks horrible. But, bro, here's the thing, Grado, I swear to God. So, bro, you give me that neck gimmick. Bro, you really jarred my neck. Like, mm -hmm. my neck really got strained. Bro, the next day, the next morning, I had to take like a 45 minute flight or something to Germany. Bro, I thought I was going to die. I, <laughs> I thought I, in those 45 minutes, I thought I was going to show up in Germany dead. And I'm like, how the freak do these guys do this week after week after week? I, I thought I was going to die, bro. The, there is a great gif of the, it's the R grade, or I call it, it's just like the car. And people were saying uh, Vince was getting he 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 took it worse than uh, Linda McMahon takes a stunner. That's, <laughs> I, I that's the shit it, you were bro. getting. I believe it one thousand percent, man. No, I want to know because right, we, me and John just before we came on here, I want we we're not excited for WrestleMania one bit. Oh yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not even Come gonna on. watch it. I'm not gonna watch. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna really. Watch it. Really, I I have I have zero interest, bro. None. Nothing uh, on the card interesting at all, Vince. Not at all. Now, now, if something happens that I need to know about for all my shows, I'll, I'll go back and look at it. But I'm not gonna watch a minute of that. I I I hate to say it, but I could care less. Do you think Cody's going to turn up? I I I I'll be honest with you. I don't think he should. I think it would be much smarter for them to hold him off till Monday night because, bro, the tickets have already been sold. Mm. He's not going to sell one more ticket, whether it's Shane McMahon or the tickets are already sold. So if I were Vince, I would hold Cody over till Raw because you always need to have a big Raw that day after. Always, man. Yeah, man. Did you... Did you have a bit of, like, so obviously you, you, you're not a fan of the WWE product. See, when AEW came around, did you get excited for that to think, well, no. this is not, 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 not at all? No, because cause I knew the style. Mm. I, I, I knew what it was going to be, bro. I'm just, listen, man, I've been a wrestling fan since the very early 70s. 
that's not wrestling to me. I mean, you, you know, you can call it performance art, call it something else. It's not professional, bro. There are three things, three things that professional wrestling is three. And they don't do any of them. Number one characters. Number two, those characters are in a storyline. And number three, the story plays out through psychology in the ring. There's none of those things. None of those elements exist. And you need that perfect triangle of character, story, ring psychology in order for it to be professional wrestling. You don't get any of that with AEW. Do you know what I think so? I mean, Vince, I, I, I mean, when you look at, let's like, say, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, uh, Darby Allen, MJF's obviously, I mean, he's a character in himself. These are great characters. I mean, they're great professional wrestling characters. And they have, I mean, this, this getting back to you on this, Vince, because you're obviously a writer, is obviously, you know, it's... The, to use the phrase, the lunatics running the asylum and the fact that this, you know, the, there's no writers in there, the guys are doing their own stuff backstage. Do you think that's a mistake on AEW's part? Oh, absolutely. Bro, bro listen, he, here's what I say all the time, okay? And I don't, I don't care what they say, bro, because they don't know what the frick they're talking about. Bro, if you are on television, you're a television show because who watches television? Television viewers. Television viewers watch television. So if you are on television, you are a television show. Bro, you can't have a television show without writers. There's a way to write a wrestling show. There is a format. There, there, there is, there, there, there's a formula to, to generate casual fans and to build an audience. It's a craft, bro. If you don't have writers doing that, here's what you're going to have. Wall-to-wall wrestling, and the only people that are going to watch it are wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. That's it, and that's exactly what you have with AEW. It's wall-to-wall wrestling, so they have a very, very, very niche market, and they're not going after the millions and millions and millions of television viewers that are not mm. watching wrestling anymore. Right. And really, the, new, the, the signings haven't really made a difference. You know, the, the guys debuting, again, it's catering to wrestling fans that are already going to watch it. There's nothing there. There's nothing else for, as you say, the you know, the, the, the full wrestling universe. Bro, you know, you know what my measuring stick is with AEW? And, and they, they, they do everything they can to ignore this. Here's my measuring stick. Bro, Dynamite has been on for two and a half years. Two and a half years. Bro, the very first show drew 1.4 million people. The first show. Bro, in two and a half years, they have not surpassed that. So what that means, bro, is they are not growing the product at all. The same people are watching that show that started watching it two and a half years ago. Mm. Do you know what I want to ask you? And you've probably answered that a million times, but I remember being 14 and being on the internet and getting an absolute buzz when it said, Vin it was 2002 when Vince returned to the WWE and it lasted, what, a week? What? How did it, how did it only last a week? What happened? Did you go to Stanford? Did you move? Oh, nah, bro. Bro, listen, when, 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 when the WWE had its most success, bro, it was this simple. 
It was me and Ed Ferrara. And we wrote the whole show, bro. The entire thing. Then we would present that show to Vince. And, you know, Vince would just put his little touches on the show. He never changed it. There were never major changes. He would just maybe tweak this or add something here and there. But two people, and then we went to Vince. Bro, when I almost went back in 2002, Vince brought me into a room. Bro, there had to be 20 writers in that room. And I was like, what what happened? Bro, there is no way in the world I would have been successful in that structure. Absolutely no way, bro, because it would have been a massive waste of my time with all these people involved getting all these. I I knew it was not going to work for me. They were at their most successful, bro, when it was two guys writing the show. I don't know how it got to the point that it's at now. Aye. Aye. Yes, it's, it's a big, big difference, isn't it? There's a big, big difference. I've got a question for you, Vincent, right? Both books, you've got, you can either go to WWE right now or go to AEW. Looking at those rosters, where would you rather go? Where do you see the potential? And where do you see, you know, in terms of storylines, creativity, what, what one are you going to choose out of those two? At the moment, if if you're asking me which roster, bro, I I would choose the WWE roster. Really? I, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, there there are so many people that I know I could do something with, and I know I could help them get over. Who's that one person? Who's who's who are the wrestlers at this point? Then Vince, that you would go right. I would target them. I'm going to give them a push. Those are the ones that I'm well, going to bro, put a I'll, on. I'll, I'll tell you right now, and it's right from your backyard, bro. The fact, the fact that 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 uh, uh, Drew McIntyre was not superstar main event status, bro. You got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this guy's a freaking movie star. Right. He's got every tool yep. in the book, bro. He, There's no reason right now that guy shouldn't be at Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns status. And the only reason he isn't is because th- they've booked him shitty. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, Drew doesn't write the show. Drew goes to work every day. Bro, they have failed that guy miserably. That guy should be over freaking huge bro do you think it would be there would have been a big difference because obviously drew picked up the title on that mania which was no audience do you think if we if that had been in front of a crowd we'd be not talking about drew in a very different manner right now no not at all no not at all this bro whether there's a crowd or no crowd it's the way he's being booked and right. they, they are failing him miserably. Bro, look look at the show on Monday night. I don't know if you saw it or not, but but they ended the segment with a, a, a Baron Corbin stealing his sword. Yeah, so that. That's what I'm talking you, 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 <laughs> about. Bro, Drew McIntyre should care about how many times I'm going to get laid tonight. Not, not, some, not some idiot just stole my sword. That, that's what I mean, bro. Drew McIntyre, he, he's the guy 
that a 61 year old guy like me, I want to be that freaking guy. If I look like that guy and had that guy's physique, holy shit, he's going to give a shit about us. He can go out and buy a million swords, bro, for crying out loud. That's what I'm talking about, bro. That is that is horrible, man. Amazing. Listen, Vince, we know we've not got you for long. We could, it's me and Greeno, I could sit and I've got so many questions, but I'd love to have you back on. Um, oh, that, listen, Gre- all Grado's got to do is send that DM and I, I'm there, baby. Hey, I'm there. Vin- That's all Grado's got to do. Vince, I, I always thank you for bringing in one of the, the best factions into wrestling. S E S. That was so much that's that's the thing bro that was the true evolution bro because none of that was scripted we Mm. were just going out and it was like it was larry it was the larry david show Mm. 20 years before it was all improvised bro that's that should have been the evolution of the business i had a blast doing that bro I know, it was honestly brilliant. I just always say, when people offend it, because you know what it's like, Russo is, is a name for everybody, easy to bury, but at the end of the day, if I like to go back and figure out what was my favourite times in wrestling, Russo was always involved, whether it be WWE, uh, late 90s, mid-90s, whether it be, even I even love I even love watching 2000 WCW. I, I love, love that, it. bro. I, I love that. that. I, I have no problem with WCW 2000, bro. I don't. I love it. I don't. And then and then the TNA stuff, the first couple of years at TNA, I loved as well. And the Asylum, I fucking loved it every week because there were surprises, but yep. you, there were surprises that you didn't know about. It's like AEW, they have surprises, but they're no surprises because you know they've been released for the internet. You're watching right. TNA and fucking Road Warriors turn up. Right. You know what I mean? It was, it, oh, I loved it. I love it. It was great, bro. I appreciate that. It was fun, man. It was a lot of fun, bro. Thank you so much for coming on Wrestling Daft. It's been an absolute privilege to have you on. You're all over the place. Cameo, Twitch, podcast. I guess the best place to head for for any information was russobrand.com. Yeah, Russo's with an S. Russo'sbrand.com. If you go there, it'll send you every place else, man. Yeah, brilliant. Vince, it was great talking to you, pal. Bro, have me on again, man. I love talking to you. We will do. We'll definitely do it. 100% big man. Vince Russo is on Wrestling Daft. Hey! Take care, guys. Thanks, Bruce. Take care. Thanks, Vince. That was fucking brilliant. You just made the list! I don't know if you've done this intro before, Grado, but here he goes. It's the list. It's the list. The list of Wrestling Daft. This might be to the tune of Look of Love by ABC, but there we go. Um, this week we're asking you, we're almost at WrestleMania, and we thought we'd ask you, what would be your WWE versus AEW dream match, which is mania worthy? It could be a single, it could be a tag, a triple threat, etc. No rules at all. I'm going to give you three. Grady's has got a couple ideas. So here's my top three. At number three, the Usos versus the Young Bucks. Not bad. I'd rather see the Young Bucks. Ah, oh, who would I rather see the Young Bucks wrestle? No, somebody daft like Goldberg, just like on the rain. Do you know what I mean? Like a triple, f- something like that. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> Young Bucks. Stupid. Well, funny Young Bucks versus like- Osmos. Young Bucks versus Osmos. Funny enough, Craig suggested Young Bucks versus Brock Lesnar. Something like that. Right. 
Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be good. That would be good. So yeah, I I think it's a match. I think it's the two best tag teams I would say in the world. I mean that that's maybe a lot of people people love and hate the Young Bucks. I think they're fantastic. I think they're brilliant. I think they're heat magnets. I think they're brilliant in the ring. I think they put on some of the best tag matches I've seen in years, uh, no matter what it is. Uh, so I'm I'm going to have to go Young Bucks versus Usos. I'd love to see that at WrestleMania. Eddie Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Eddie Kingston is that your number three? I don't know if it's my three, my two, or my one. I'm just pl- I'm just blabbling shit out here. Sorry, right? John, okay, right. I'll go two. Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar. Now, oh, did, did that not happen in WWE? No, it didn't really because like there was there was the Rumble kind of you know that at the Rumble when uh, Brock Lesnar comes down and goes he's a big boy and he kind of like that and Keith Aye. Lee. But the match, it never really happened. So I would like to see a singles match, the big Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar. I know it's a bit of a cop-out because he was in WWE and what have you, but I want to see that happen. Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania. I've got one. Drew versus Sting. Ooh. Would he be, is Drew a Sting mark? I would imagine, aye. It looks like a big sting mark, doesn't it? It looks like a sting mark. And at one for me. It's it's too obvious. I know this is really obvious, but I want to see it. I I think it'd be an absolute match for the ages. Seth Rollins versus Kenny Omega. That's what you think of it. Brilliant. Not for you, Grado. It's not for the. It's it's too it's too re- too much wrestling in that match, isn't there? Is, is, is that what you think? There's too much. No, wrestling for you, for you, there's too much wrestling. I can cope with that. I can cope with that. Have you, got a, have you got a number one then? Would I see man? Let me heck of something else. I'd maybe go for. Ooh, I would go for the boogie man, Rig Boog. Rig Boog. <laughs> oh, Boog. Do you like Rig Boogs? Do you? I like. I love shit. Like that man, right? Rick Boogs versus Luchasaurus. Versus Colt Cabana. Rick Boogs versus Colt Cabana at WrestleMania that's, that's 39. Right. Look out for it. Great was booking it right now. My name's Rick Boogs. <laughs> and I am here. He says again, he's all over that stuff. That's what makes wrestling better. My right. name's Rick Boogs. <laughs> it's like that guy that Rab put me on the last week as well. The shush guy. Shush. I love all that stuff. Right. So there you go. Shush. Rick. Rick Boogs versus Colt Cabana WrestleMania. It was Rick Boogs. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go and see what the listeners are saying. Louis says the Miz versus MGF is top of my list. It's a match that everyone's always talked about. The Miz versus MGF would be incredible. Promos would be incredible in the build up to that. Bronze Cello, he's putting this in. And this is a bit of a cheaty one as well. The Shield is a triple threat for the Mania Men event that we missed out on. So bringing John Moxley in as John Moxley, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. That, that triple threat that we never got. Do you know what? I'm really surprised at I'm looking at this list and I'm jumping ahead. There's no very many CM Punk suggestions. There isn't. There's not... I don't think there's one, actually. Because I was sitting... You know what? That's funny. Because I was sitting putting together my own list and I was thinking, who would I want to see CM Punk wrestle? Aye. I think you... he's kind of wrestled everybody. I want to see him wrestle. I would love to see him wrestle Owens again. I'm sure he probably wrestled him. In fact, would he have wrestled him in the Indies? He probably did at one point, but that would be a match I'd like to see. Did the Owens, did, now, Owens and Punk, they must have missed each other then, eh, in WWE? I mean, what was it, 2014? 
Rumble um, after the Rumble, he no. left, and Owens was signed to NXT in two thousand and thirteen. So they probably were never even maybe yeah, saw each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. That that's a great show, Grado. Absolutely great show. Uh, Kieran says Omega versus Roman would be a sight to behold. Now Don Callis and Paul Heyman in each corner as well. Oh, that's, oh, that's a show. That's, that's a really good show. I like. I'd like to see that. Like to see that. Uh, Beppy Signori, Darby Allen versus Brock Lesnar. That'd be a fun clash of styles. I'd like that. I'd like that. Yeah. yeah. Luke says Owens versus MGF. Did you see MGF's interview with, is it John Pollock? No, it wasn't John Pollock. I can't remember the guy's name. And it's funny, man, and he's asking him about... Uh, I want to put that over, by the way. I know we're too late. But <laughs> <laughs> it's MGF, and he's talking about how much he loves watching WWE. Is that really brilliant? It's dead funny, man. He's like, he's so, he's so believable what he's saying. He's like, he's giving it all that. You know, I think Bruce and Vince are doing well with it, with, with NXT. It's brilliant. I love watching it. I watch Raw, I watch SmackDown. It's dead funny. Wow. That MJF is just, I mean, there's no heel like him in the business at the moment. It's just incredible doing some great work. He's going to be that. I'm going to that, um, I've got this convention in a couple of weeks in Liverpool, he's going to be there. Oh, really? Wow. Jeff, right. Yeah, I'm on the podcast. Goldberg pulled out last night. Ah. Thank you. But get MGF on this podcast, that'd be amazing. Uh, G's giving us a full card. Darby Allen versus the Demon Finn Balor. Great shout. Reigns versus Moxie versus Rollins. Yep, Bronze Chill said that. Eddie Kingston versus Owens. Agreeing with Grado. Mm-hmm. Edge versus CM Punk. Now, that is a match we have not seen. Is that? I don't think there's been an Edge versus CM Punk match. Oh, that's. Oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let's Come do the. To hell. Let's do the maths here, Grado. Let's do the maths. When did Edge retire? Edge versus CM Punk has definitely happened. Has it? Yeah. All right, okay. All right, okay. I'll be rolling. Oh, well. Right, so he's given us that. Um, John says New Day versus the Elite versus Cole and Red Dragon. That's a triple threat tag team match I would love to see as well. Uh, David, Britt Baker versus Bailey would be incredible. Yes, it would. Um, Brian's weighed in, and this is a, a very good suggestion. Uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon versus Tony Khan, winner takes all. Oh, aye, that sounds nice. <laughs> And P. McVeigh goes, my lineup would be, and it'd only be one night, not this two-night pish. Oma versus Reigns would be the main event. Kingston versus Owens. Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar agreed with me. Fantastic. Uh, Young Bucks versus New Day. Orange Cassidy versus Seth Rollins. Wardlow versus Bobby Lashley. And Britt Baker versus Charlotte or Becky. That is a stat card right there. And finally, Simon has said one which might come true this weekend. Cody versus Seth Rollins. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) so on wrestling dark we started our feature a few weeks ago how's it been going grado the watch along what are you talking about the watch along feature where we will be watching wrestling match together i've been doing it you've not been doing it brilliant I'm well we've done this once so far then Come on, we had an empty last week when you were only here do you think we followed the rules last week of course you didn't of course you didn't Come on, um, so every week um, we are going to choose a match for us to all watch together so what we're going to do is we're going to put the link up for it on our um, you, on the description of the podcast you'll find the link there if you're watching Patreon you'll be able to watch it with us and see Gradle's reaction to that and as it's Wrestlemania week Gradle we threw it out there to the listeners to choose a Wrestlemania match kind of under 10 minutes now this one is a kind of 
one that is coming out of the blue, and we, we, me and you discussed, we had a couple of options, and we discussed this, and we went for this one in the end. It is John Cena versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 34. Now, do you remember the build to this, Grado? Was it something like uh, Cena had been pestering Taker, Taker to come out of retirement and wrestle me, or this kind of shite, but yeah, I don't think he actually did. He appeared in any uh, in any of the telly in the build-up. No, he didn't. He, he kept teasing him. She kept calling him out, saying, I'm here, I'll be at WrestleMania. Then, obviously, there was no confirmation in the match. At the start of WrestleMania, there's John Cena sitting in the front row with his popcorn right, and all that sort of stuff. And then someone he gets a call to go saying someone's answered the call and he thinks he's going to wrestle um, Undertaker and then um, your man comes out, what do you call it? Uh, guitar, uh, oh, Elias. Elias, Elias, comes, Elias. Elias comes out, you know, he puts Elias away, quick, smart. And we're going to catch up on the point in the match where he's celebrating the win over Elias and we'll see what happens next. So let's talk. I understand John's disappointment. I mean, this is WrestleMania. But so, you'll hear the commentary's a little speed up. That's to get past the WWE copyright. Thanks very much, Vince. I've never seen it more not into something. Possibly, this could be the most right watch along with the Robin. Possibly could be. Possibly could be. So, anyway, so Cena thinks he's getting back up the road. Yeah, there he goes. You the crowd are looking disappointed. Now, at this point, Cena stops, right? This is a bit of a work, isn't it, here? He's fucked it a wee bit. He stops, pauses for too long, and then the lights go dark. Someone in production's fucked up there. Do you think so? I think he should have went dark as soon as he stopped. Or it should have went dark mm. and then he stops. So it's went dark, absolute darkness. Nothing's happening. Light oh, goes back. And I like that. The lights go back on, and it's Taker's clobber for the year before because I'm a right in saying he wrestled Reigns. But year yeah. before, and he basically in the ring. came off all his clays and started in the middle of the ring. Terrible CGI lightning then comes down onto the ring at that point. Do you remember that? I do remember that. This is the the match I watched with Davari and Roman Reigns' fucking WrestleMania room. Is it really? Remember I told you that? The clobber vanishes. The clobber vanishes and Cena's left. Good acting from Cena there though. Looking stunned. The lights go out again. What happens? Oh, the dong. Listen to that pop, oh, man. Oh, the dong. Listen to that pop. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. The flames come up. I mean, what? Would, would that still get the same reaction if this was this weekend, mate? Mate, of course it would. It's the, Undertaker. the Undertaker has the best entrance in Aye, wrestling. But after you've seen him do, like, uh, Hello, Granny. Looks women and all that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Look at the same. But I mean, that is put that entrance is going to pop anyone. No, you're right. I mean, it is right. I mean, could you imagine, Dave, if you were in the ring and waiting, the Undertaker? What would you be feeling? Oh, I'd be stunned by a mega. Stunner. Oh, <laughs> so here's the Undertaker. We think he's, we obviously think he's retired in the uh, full, back in the full garb. Is that his real hair? Because remember a couple of times his hair wasn't long enough, so he had to wear an old wig. I'm yeah, I think this is his real hair this time. So this is him. See like, what you think about it? Undertaker is WrestleMania, isn't he? He is WrestleMania. Isn't he? And it's yeah, sad with him. See Mark Cap, see Undertaker. 
aren't they? He's wrestling, aren't he? But see when you hear that in the big crowd, oh, this is actually, this is big I'm going to show Stephen this tonight. You'll have absolutely zero interest in it, but I force her to watch stuff like this and go, this is mad because they didn't think he was going to come, right? And he was kidding only had a ticket. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so... The thing is, with Undertaker's entrance, especially at WrestleMania, it takes fucking ages. Do you know what I mean? It's good. It is good, because I know you're an entrance man, but you well, fucking hurry up, Undertaker. No, man, the entrance is a better than this one. Right, well, this, this entrance is probably longer than the match. Oh, I like this, keep it on. So Cena's standing in the right, went back to the ring. That's a bit awkward, so Cena's went up the ramp, heard the Undertaker's in music, and then just scattered back to the ring. I can't believe John Cena's not there so many. I know. Was he there last year? Was he there last year? I don't think he was. I bet he's going to be many this weekend. Do you think he... Oh, Seth Rollins. If he can't get Cody on the show, do you think Cena will pop up for a match against Rollins? Is he going to turn up? Do you know what? Maybe Triple H could turn up and do something. No, because he's knackered. He's in a bad way, apparently. He's in a bad way, aye. Ah, can he do it? He's going to have a heart attack if he does. So, right, so Cena standing in the ring, here's the Undertaker eventually getting into the ring now. What's it, Gradle, what's the, like, when you've been in the ring, what's the best entrance you've seen when you've been standing in the ring waiting for an entrance? Um. oh god. Best entrance I've seen stunning in the ring. That's a hard one, man. There's been loads. I fucking love when he does that, though. The Undertaker, he lifts up his hand and the flames come up. I love that. That's my favourite bit. Aye, that's it looks amazing, especially at Mania when he's got that big stage and all the flames come up. It looks amazing. I would say what I loved was because I had a party at it when Jeff Jarrett uh, turned up as a surprise at the square goal. And the reason why I loved it was because he was always using his seen WWE, he was always using his But because I knew he was coming, I goes, you better use that 1999 theme that he used. And he used it, so I knew it was coming 1090, and I was like, I can't wait to listen, they're going to pop for it. And then, they knew he was going to be there, and the pop was amazing. Yeah. So Cena's backed into the corner, Undertaker in the middle of the ring right now. Um, lights on again. It's just that it's so good. That, I mean, yeah, right. It's the best. It's the best entrance, and you know, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It looks so good. It's better. He takes off the hat, and he, it's just all theater, isn't it? All oh, theater. Maybe that's how you should come back, like a, a like a real long walk to the ring, like that, Grado. What's that? Build, that, build using it. that to come back? No, no, no. Use the Undertaker right. music, like a no, really slow version of. Like a like piano, a like a prayer. Aye, like a really slow version. You come out in all dark and you start making promos and go, what? Aye. Right. So here we go. Like I say, we're now six minutes into this video and we've <laughs> not seen. He's still to take his hat off, for God's sake. Here's the bull gin, taking his time. And there's a hair and underneath it, Grado. He's got his hair. That's the Undertaker's hair. hair. Why? How does he do the white eye thing? Can you do that? You, you can, all right, well, see if I can. Go on. Am I doing it? Am I doing it? Oh, you are doing it! You should do that! 
Undertaker's not doing it anymore. You should steal that. See, I don't like that. What? Says, I, hate, I hate the MMA stuff that Undertaker does. Right, you don't like his MMA gloves. See, when he gets up as if he's fucking like, fighting the boozer. He, he, moved, he moves, like I remember the Undertaker, oh, he just was so slow and methodical, but I mean, he's looking good in this match, though, isn't he? Because he was really, as far as I'm aware, he was really annoyed with this match with Reigns, so he, you know, you watched the last ride and he looked right. back and yes, didn't he? Oh, skill! But he yeah, goes, I mean, there he goes. We showed a charge there. That's not in his locker normally. Undertaker focused in a zone. Are we going to see it? Are we going to see Undertaker in the Superdome at WrestleMania? There he goes for the old school. And for an old boy, he's still got to do that. Oh boy. You ever tried that? At the start, I did it every match. So I did, I would fall on purpose. I'd go old school and get up and walk along and then just chop and then land in my boys. Just for comedy effect. But what I would do is I'd pay it off at the end after my comeback and go up and do it for real for some pop. You get what I mean? Like at the start I would do it, wind it up, go along. Oh, did you see that? I tell you what, Cena didn't even get touched by that boot. I didn't even get touched, sorry. I'm watching the match. So Cena doesn't get even touched by that boot there. Joke slam. He's not even get, he's not even letting Cena get anything in. Come on. Oh yeah, goes it. Oh, he's going for the. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. Five moves of doom. Here they come. Cena's great. Oh, Going up the hand. Can't see me. Love it. And then the set is straight up. Oh, the setup. Oh, bro. Love he that. It. Closing his ass. Cena closing his ass. I love that. Straight to the choke slam. Choke slam. Boom. Cena sells for it. That's before Cena had his hair job. For the tombstone. patch at the back. Straps come down. That's it. That's it. The franchise player is about to encounter the Reaper. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just. And then the hair up to three. And that is a WrestleMania moment for you, John. That is a WrestleMania moment. You know what I mean? It's two of the greats. I mean, two of the Rushmore wrestlers there, you know, doing it. That definitely was better than having them wrestle for 10, 12 minutes. That was a lot better. Four minute match. Aye, like you say, the entrance lasted longer than the body match. Yeah, just, we just wanted to see the um, the greatest hats. It's the greatest hats, mate. That's the greatest hats. Cena didn't. Come on, had the greatest hats. He disappointed that Cena didn't get much. He only got one move in. No, he doesn't need it. Nah, I, I love the sell from Cena when he comes back off the ropes when he sees him sitting oh, up as well. Right. He just kind of falls on his ass. Cena, Cena gets slagged a lot and a lot of people don't like Cena. I don't see how you can't like Cena. I think he's brilliant. You know, I can watch Cena all the time. You could kill you would kill for Cena back in the WWE now. Absolutely. You know, doing that. Disappointed. Disappointed that I thought there'd be a wee pickup of Cena, a wee arm raise, but no. Nah nah. Nah nah. Then he has a way back in his coffin. Bye bye. Sits on his knee, calls for the flames. See, since he's got me in the mood for this, I mean, a wee bit watching this. It has, hasn't it? But there's no taker, there's no Cena. 
This is it. They've got Roman Reigns, they've got Brock Lesnar, but who else have they got? Who else have they got? Let's see on that. Boogs! <laughs> well, apart from Rick Boogs, obviously. Rick Boogs! <laughs> so there you go, Undertaker versus Cena, WrestleMania 34. Just what it needed to be, Grado. Hi, hi, this is me, The Undertaker, it's Mr. WrestleMania. <laughs> it is Mr. WrestleMania, but I don't know, like I say, a bit disappointed there's not been a wee acknowledgement to John Cena there, he's just walking straight back, there's no wee acknowledgement, he's come in, done his job, but I'd like to have seen a little bit of acknowledgement for, uh, Why, what would you have wanted to have seen? I would Kate like Hunt? to have seen a wee, you know, he's done his bit, pick up Cena, a wee raise of the arm for Cena. Nah, I hate that, I hate that. Oh. I hate that. Well, I've just pasted it in two minutes. Put it there, mate. Put it there, mate. Pasted it. I just said it's true. Right. There you go. Undertaker versus Cena. WrestleMania 34. Uh, you'll see that if you're involved in our video uh, version of the podcast, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. If you want to sign up, and if you haven't, the description, the, the link for the video we just watched is in the description of this episode. And if you've got a suggestion for a match you'd like us to watch or you would like to watch along with us for next week, please get in touch with us at Twitter, Wrestling Daft, or you can email us, wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Great, well, that's it for this week. It's WrestleMania. fantastic. WrestleMania this weekend. Let's run quickly through the card, will we? And we'll just see what... We can see if we can get excited about it, Great. Let's see if we can get excited, right? Okay, night one, Saturday night. Here we go. Boom. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. That'll be okay. Build's been all right to that. Bianca Belair is a superstar. No comment. She's good. She's really good. You're sold on Bianca Belair. Right, okay. You're no, not listen, that. Bianca Belair is brilliant because she's all the Wayne's lover. Yeah. Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Fucking hell. Nah. Rey Mysterio and uh, just no for me. I love That's Rey Mysterio. I love Dominic. I hate I love Logan Miz. Paul. I love The Miz. I love Rey Mysterio, but Dominic Mysterio's got a bit to work on. Uh, uh, it's no for me that one. Drew McIntyre versus Harpy Happy Corbin, both good. I like. I love Baron Corbin. I think his character. I I like Baron Corbin and I like his wee mate that he's always jumping about. Mad with Cat more. I'd have liked to have seen. I'd have liked to have seen Drew in a bigger match. Aye, I think a better it, match. I'd like to have seen Drew versus. Could you have Why not have Drew versus Finn? They could have had a build to Drew versus Finn. Drew versus the it's Demon. Like shout, mate. You know, some sort of Celtic thing going on there. That would have been a great match, but. <laughs> There you go, Drew versus... Oh, my God, Kelton, than you ever be! <laughs> um, the, I mean, the Raw, that's a Raw match, which has been going on for months and months. It's sorry, SmackDown match, and it's just, oh, no. Right, Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs! Rick Boogs! This is... Grado's tuned in for this one. Uh, that should be decent. Aye, Uso, the, Usos, the, the Usos never disappoint. And uh, Rick Boogs, like you say, very entertaining. The, the tag team they've got going is good. Uh, New Day versus... He's, 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 got a, he's got a funny real name. Rick Boogs. Aye. His real name is uh, Eric Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. No one went for him. Eric Bugenhagen. Um New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland again with Butch, aka Pete Dunn. Uh, 
uh, again, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. It's just a, a run-of-the-mill tag team match, which just seems to have been thrown onto the card. Seth Rollins versus to be announced. Vince McMahon will announce Rollins' opponent on the night of the event. Will it be Shane McMahon? Will it be Cody Rhodes? Or will it be John Cena? I think John Cena. I mean, if it's John Cena, I'm popping. I am Aye, popping. Cena's good. MD, I, I didn't, I, obviously, I've not been watching it all, but if the rumour's meant to be Shane McMahon, folk, I'm, that's been done to death, that yeah. hand wrestling folk as well. No, I'll be, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll be really disappointed if it is. And finally, Charlotte Fair versus Ronda Rousey for SmackDown Women's Championship. Who's winning that match? I've got a funny feeling it might be Charlotte Flair. I can't help you, mate. You're, you're opening the floor to me. I don't know anything about these folk. <laughs> Charlotte Flair and Ronda I, Rousey. No, I, I know, but I, I just don't... The, the build, uh, yeah, I think I think Charlotte might make Ronda tap because I think it's. I would agree with you, mate. So that's night one. Night two, uh, fatal four way tag team match for the women's tag team championship that no one really cares. And we've just had a whole bunch of women's tag teams thrown together for this match. Queen Zelina and Carmella, who are champions, Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Not interested. Skip on, move on. I suspect it'll be uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi, which will who will win it, but we will wait and see. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. I've already said I'm really excited. I think we could do some really great stuff with this. Agree? Disagree? What are you saying there? Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. I think that'll be entertaining. Aye, it will be. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Pat McAfee is a commentator, uh, American footballer turned commentator, who did a really, really good match with Adam Cole in NXT. Um, and he's got, he's with, uh, put against Austin Theory. The build's been... I'd, like to, see, I'd like to see Vince come out and do something with his uh, well, Austin Theory, orange yeah. t-shirt but with the black. Remember, he, he came out at WrestleMania 17? Aye, with aye. With the black aye. fucking muscle tap on and the orange sleeves. Yeah, I mean, that's something like that, but I think that'll be a, a relatively decent match. Had a decent build to it as well. Uh, it seems people are right behind Pat. I think it'll be decent. RK Bro champions versus Street Profits, who are going quite healy and playing quite between her, versus the Alpha Academy. You're a big fan of Chad Gable going, shoosh. 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 I love that. I love that. See, ever since Rob Temple about that, I, <laughs> I love it, man. Shoosh. So, RK Bro, I think Street Profits might win there. I think they might win that as well. I think they could, there's a good chance they might win that. Edge versus AJ. Edge full on heel now with the new music and everything. Um, AJ, uh, have you heard Edge's new music yet, Grado? Actually, I did. Uh, is it not? Is it not Alterbridge? It's Alterbridge again. Aye, it? it's not Alterbridge. Aye, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like aye. stuff like that, changing wee things up like that. That'll be interesting. AJ, I'll, I'll be a good match. I think that, was, hey, that could be a good match. That that, that could be a good match. Uh, Lashley versus Almost. Two big guys going at it. That's what I like in my wrestling. Uh, Almost still needs to learn how to work a wee bit. But I think Bobby, you've worked Bobby. Bobby will pull him through. Oh, that, Bobby's right? just a man. He'll take care of Almost. He'll take yeah. care of him. Yeah. So that that that's just been added to the card uh, this week. That should be really good. Uh, and you might almost might be. A, a, a future star, you know, that big guy role. And finally, the match, I think it's the, definitely the match of the weekend, uh, Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Who do you see going over on this one, Jay? So I take it the winner takes the two belts, obviously. Yeah, winner takes all. Unifying I, the think, I, think, I think Roman Reigns is going to win it. Roman Reigns? Yeah, have? I think Roman Reigns is I think I think they'll, let, they'll hold Roman Reigns on the belt until they can get this Rock match. 
Rob. Ah, that's a good shout, mate. Aye. Aye, I, think, right. I think they'll let him take all the bills. I, I don't know what Lesnar's contract situation is like either. So I think Lesnar's obviously had the upper hand at Roman Reigns in so many matches. I think Roman Reigns might just have this one. Unless there's a spot with Paul Heyman and he switches sides and he goes Brock. Like there's a, I, oh. I've always envisioned this spot where both of them have had a double knockout, referee bump, Paul Heyman has the belt. Right, and they're both crawling towards Paul Heyman to get the belt to try and knock the other one out. And Heyman, at that point, who does Heyman give it to? Does he give it to Reigns? Does he give it to Brock? I've always seen that spot. Ah, there you go. There you go. Book it, Vince. Book it. Uh, so the card subject to change, of course. We'll wait and see what happens, and no doubt on next week's wrestling daft, we'll be talking all about WrestleMania. Uh, enjoy it if you're watching it. Where you're watching it, a couple of parties going on across uh, Scotland. So uh, unfortunately, we won't be having our usual watch along. But I think the Patreons are going to organise their own ones. So if you want to get in oh, the good on them. Patreon.com forward slash rest and that. It's a lovely community that we have on there. Uh, you can join our Discord chat and all that banter. Uh, listen- that? I want to go now tonight. I'm going to say something. How do you go? T- what do you type in? Yeah, I'll send you the invite. You have to be a Patreon member to get the invite. I will send you the invite though, Gradle, and you can wade in and give your opinions on the Discord. So what's a Discord? It just didn't down, just download the app, mate. Just I've got Discord on behind me because when I was right. sure sure when I was um when I was trying out Twitch. Just look, search for right, the. I want Discord now, right? Right. Okay, I'm you're in there. I'll invite you to. I'll invite you to join the Discord channel. There you go. If you join the Discord channel, there's an exclusive for you right now. Grado is going to be on there tweeting his views. He'll get bored of it after five minutes. You'll hear from him once, but now is the time to get involved. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to go on and say something now. He's going to go I, on. You, he's going to go on and say something. So I am going to email Grado that link just now. Um, so that's it for this week's wrestling daft listener of the week. Grado, have you got a favourite? Uh, I would go for Stevie since he's getting married. He's gone. He's engaged. There you go, Stevie Roshi, listener of the week. Congratulations, you win that. We need to start putting the getting the listener of the week title back. Oh, on. Start doing that again. Uh, so send us a picture, Stevie, and I'll start doing it again this week. Send us a picture of yourself, Stevie, and I'll put the belt on you. Uh, that's it for this week's wrestling, Dad. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy WrestleMania, whatever you're watching it. We'll see you next week for all the backlash from it. And um, so until next time, up the road. Up the road, that's your smell. Audio Frontier.